He's led this comeback from 15 down with 18 unanswered points. That touch the fingertips of Ritz. He has to pick it up. He's stuck right just outside the goal line. And the high wire act down the sideline. He did not step out. There is no signal he stepped out. He's got Hyden out in front of him. Cripps can take it all the way for the touchdown, Cleveland. No indication he stepped out. 100. He's led this comeback from 15 down with 18. There you go, people. How about that for a little memory? Josh Cribbs, 2007, taking one 100 yards to the house on the Squealers. Pittsburgh week on the doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns. And Browns are heading into the danger zone, folks, in to Heinz Field. We all know, haven't won there in 16 years. Yeah, 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 we, we get it. Could this be the week? Could this be the Sunday? Andy McNamara along with Matt Florjancic. Doghouse. SB Nation dogs by nature. Oh boy, Matt, it's uh, it's go time. And I, I remember this was that was posted by Cleveland Browns Twitter. I remember that return like it was yesterday. That was sweet. Yes, it was. That was one young man that was absolutely electrifying. And every time his hands were on the football, it was must see TV in my opinion. I have a great admiration and respect for what he was able to do and the courage he did it with. Because uh, he took some monster shots in his career, but Josh was one of those guys that you knew come game time, if he was breathing, he was playing. Yeah. Oh, man. He, he absolutely was. And Matt, here's the thing, okay? Steelers 4-0. Browns 4-1. Ravens have one loss as well. And this is a huge game. Now, the question, the big issue for the Browns, of course, is the injuries. Happens to everybody. We can't use it as an excuse, right? But, boy, especially in the safety group. And we'll get to our game balls predictions. Hit us up on Twitter at AndyMCD1 at Matt Flerjancic. Um, Boy, Matt, like you're, you're Carl Joseph and Ronnie Harrison with the pick six are out. Matt, does that mean I'm going to be seeing a whole hell of a lot of number 23, Andrew Sandejo? Is Big Ben going to be targeting 23, just looking to where he is and chucking the ball that way? Well, it's either that or Sheldrick Redwine. I'm not sure which one he's going to pick apart, but he's going to try to go after the safeties. He'd be smart to do it Boy. one one way or the other. Well, Redwine had a pick last week, so, you know, at least he's like 23. And, and the coaches say he's very smart. He gets everyone lined up. Then make him an assistant coach, okay? The, the, the coaching staff can do that. Uh, can can he make a play? Andrew Sandejo is great when a guy's already on the ground. He comes in and taps him after. That, that that's what number twenty three is good at. So that makes me incredibly nervous, Matt. Not just that he would would have been in the rotation in the secondary anyway, but that now they're gonna have to rely on him. Like Pittsburgh, Roethlisberger should be licking his chops. If I was them, I'm sending everybody deep and I'm just chucking it up at least to start, right? They got some playmakers to do that, Ooh. and until the Browns stop them, you know, that's, that's going to be the key. If they do go with that battle plan, the Browns have to find a way to answer. Yeah, they do. They, they do straight up. Now, on the Pittsburgh side, they got their right guard, David DeCaster, who's an all-pro. He is out, so that's good news. And Marquis Pouncey, I think he's going to play, but he's, like, banged up. He's not at 100% their centerman. Well... That would play into the Browns' strength of uh, up front having a good pass rush. 
So that's that's a positive for them. It kind of it kind of evens out the injuries a little bit in terms of the Browns beat up secondary, mm. uh, and they're uh, less than 100% offensive line. So it, it does kind of help out both sides there, and we'll see who who can make the most of their opportunities. Now that that's the more I think about that, Matt. Now that's interesting because. If you're going to go after the safeties, you'd typically be throwing a deeper ball, which means you'd need a few more seconds in the pocket. So yep. if the pass rush can get there, and and Vernon and Claiborne, I believe, are also in the rotation to come in. So you got kind of that. It's not the same as a, we'll get to the TJ Watt and Bud Dupree for Steelers. Oof, that combo. But I wonder, like we've seen Miles Garrett uh, uh, rotate it around. Do you think they line him up over right guard? It would cause him to push him inside a little bit. But if that's the ultimate weak spot, do you see that happening, or or them still trying to you know maybe just move him along different ends? Oh, I think we're going to see Miles play all over the place Ooh. on Sunday. I I just think that they're going to try to get him in as many plus situations to rush the passer as possible. He wants Roethlisberger. He wants him bad. Oh, he's. That- not- couple times but hasn't beaten him yet no nope. he wants that dub get him down punish Roethlisberger just make him be in his face rush him hit him rough him up you know like all within the rules of course right we don't need any more situations like we had last year which I I would I would be shocked you know you don't have that uh inbred hillbilly uh Mason Rudolph in at quarterback anymore he's still their backup shockingly but um so that that's different but Matt, this is such a big game for both teams. Like, if both teams stunk, or if one team was in or out, I think maybe the Garrett stuff from last year would be a bigger storyline. But I, I don't think either team is going to be focused on that with so much on the line this early in the season. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that opinion at all because guys are focused on what they have to do, knowing that this is their chance mm-hmm. to get a legitimate victory over a top tier team that, by and large large has handled you very very well for the better part of 20 something years and uh this is the chance that the browns are going to get for legitimacy and if yeah. they lose this then we start hearing all the same old talk and nobody wants that we want to see this team go into pittsburgh and handle their stuff like men mm-hmm. and come out with a victory and let's not make a mistake like okay the steelers are very good we know that but their four wins came across. By the way, NFL gives them the Giants to start the year. We get the Ravens. Okay, Giants stink. Broncos stink. You beat them. Texans also stink and fired their coach. And the Eagles have nobody healthy. They also suck. So they're 4-0 and have not been tested at all. So take for that what you will. But still, Matt, we know we got to respect them. They are a team lead uh, tied for sacks between TJ Watt and Bud Dupree and a couple others thrown in there. Those two wreak havoc. And and boy, for the Browns with Baker Mayfield, that banged up right side and Jarvis and Odell. Now Odell has been cleared. No negative tests on the Browns for COVID. So they're, they're all good to go. But with those, with those guys banged up, you just hope it's not one hit away and, and somebody gets roughed up. Cause we know TJ Watt, Bud Dupree, they're coming. They're coming for Baker. Yes, they are. And they're very adept at getting into the backfield and spoiling uh, game plans for their opponents. Mm. Those two young men play their tails off. And TJ may not be as physically blessed as his brother, 
but he makes up for it in heart because oh. that guy has a motor that is unstoppable. He's nasty. Nasty defender. Uh, you got Joe Hayden, in, in, in our old buddy. He's yes. He's not dirty. He's not your James Harrison, your dirtbag who uh, tries to headhunt and hurt people. TJ Watt's clean and physical. Type of football player you want on your team. So you got to, you know, you tip you tip your cap to him on that one. But not like that filthy uh, James Harrison who was just a, a, a monster um, all over the place for the Browns and almost killed poor Colt McCoy back in the day. But anyway. Uh, Colt McCoy, Mahasasikwa, Josh oh. Cribbs. He's knocked out a bunch of guys. I've what seen a, it all firsthand. It's not pretty. Jerk. And now he's, yeah, now he's retired, so he's out of it. That's a nasty human being right there. Uh, but Matt, when we look at, at what the Steelers' game plan is going to be, it, it's, I don't think, going to be any secret. Stop the run. Make Baker beat you. This might have to be a signature game for Baker Mayfield with all all those. And I would also think, Matt, that you, you sort of try to take the same strategy you did in the Dallas game. You come out, you try to score, you try to make Pittsburgh keep up with you. The difference is the Cowboys' defense was awful in Pittsburgh with our old buddy Joe Hayden back there, too. You got, uh, was it Minka Fitzpatrick as well? Um, there's there's a lot. There's not, when you stop and think about it, there's not a whole lot of weaknesses on that team. No, they, because they've built themselves up the right yeah, way. Yeah, they've yeah. done well in the draft. They've identified needs, and they've gone out and mm-hmm. filled them. They've taken the occasional risk, like sending all those picks to Miami for Fitzpatrick. Right. And and by and large, they have the culture established, so guys tend to buy in. I think Le'Veon and uh, Bell and Antonio Brown, towards the end, they started not to buy in, and that's why, why they were <laughs> sent away or let walk. Um, but that's a culture that you come into that locker room, you know what you're going to have to do, you know how you're going to have to handle your business, and you go about it that way. Yeah. And that's why they've had their run of success that they have. Well, and Matt, for the, the Browns run focus, this I hope with Kareem Hunt, it looks like he's uh, was nursing a bit of a thigh injury, but I, I believe he's off the injury report now. Um, also working his way back, this guy hadn't had a whole workload in over two years. So I hope that this game, maybe this is where he can find his full legs. You got to Ernest Johnson back there. We saw against the Colts, not the same as you called it, thunder and lightning without Nick Chubb, but still a, a very formidable running game. Uh, Wyatt Teller, the guard who was playing at all world, he's out. Chris Hubbard was in. And Matt, you liked how Hubbard came in and, and filled in. So I, I think we should be pretty good with that when he came in in the, in the Colts game, right? Much, much better as an interior yeah. player is a pulling guard that was at right tackle. And I'm not trying to take away anything from Chris because I think he's done some great things. Both have been a part of some great things on the field and done a, a great job in terms of helping out with the community and whatnot. But he just looks more natural, mm. more comfortable, and more effective as an interior blocker. And some guys are built that way. Some guys start off as tackles and they move into the guard and they have a 10-year career. You know, yeah. it's just one of those things that, you know, when you get a chance and you're, and also we've got to look at it too, that he had his chance to start at right tackle essentially taken away when they signed Jack Conklin. Now he's getting an opportunity and he knows that, hey, if he wants to keep playing, he's got to work his tail off. Absolutely. And he does. Yeah. And that's the buying for this whole team now, Matt, that we haven't seen in years. 
buy-in. You said it on our Victory Monday show. Sheldon Richardson, a guy like that in past years, banged up. Went, ah, I'm done for the afternoon. Guy wants to get back in. All these guys, Landry, Obi, grinding, grinding, grinding. That's the winning culture that is starting to be built. And I don't think, even if the Browns lose, it's not the end of the world. But you want to see where they're at. It's tough to say with all those injuries. The, the defense, the I think Landry's going to play. OBJ is going to play. I think the offense is still going to be uh, fairly at full capacity as long as Baker um, is comfortable throwing with the the right side and doesn't take a big hit. I'm I'm pretty confident with the offense, but Matt, that defense, man, that just keeps making me nervous. Like I I hope Mac Wilson's got his work boots on. I know he does because boy, we could use a big play, nice uh, nice interception or something off of him over the middle. We need something. Yeah, you, you're going to have to find a way to steal a couple possessions here. Yeah, um, and get points do. off. Against that team, you have to minimize their opportunities. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, and get points off it. Um, now, I thought I saw something with Jamie Gillen, our punter, the Scottish Hammer, that he was a bit banged up. Now, he's, he's going to play, right? I, I only saw the one post on it. I'm just looking. He got I... hurt in Thursday practice, and he was added to the injury report mm. Friday. Uh, is he okay? I think they said it's it, it it well. They don't know yet. They're they're trying to figure it out. Cody Parkey would be the emergency punter. But my question is, forget about the damn punting. Like Parkey, I mean, he's a kicker. He can handle that. Who the hell's going to hold? Ooh, that's it. Have to be Kate Keenum. I was going to say, is it Keenum? Uh, I don't know his experience with doing that. I I. I guess he would have experience, maybe. Right? Like, I hope. That's a good question. That's the only thing I would think of is that he would be the guy because I, I don't know who else it could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God help us, if, if something happens to Baker and he can't finish the game, then we're really screwed oh, because boy. you're not going to have Keenum hold, too. <laughs> boy, I didn't even think of that. That's a good point. Hmm. I'm seeing as well, um, Browns have elevated safety Elijah Benton. From the practice squad. Honestly, I don't know who the heck that is, Matt, but I think I'd rather have him in than Andrew Sandejo. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Never well, you're probably going to find him tomorrow because they're going to be playing everybody in there just mm. to try and find something that works. Boy. I, you know what? For Joe Woods, all the injuries and situations he's had, I thought he's done as good a job as any Browns defensive coordinator in recent memory. I thought he's done a, a pretty nice job for what's up against him creativity-wise, moving guys around. I've been pretty impressed. No doubt about it. Joe Woods has been dealt an interesting hand, and he's handled his business uh, exactly how I thought he would. He's just a professional coach that he's not a guy that needs a system guy. He's mm. a guy that says, I'm going to work with what I've got. Love that. Love and that. I, I respect the hell out of and love those kind of coaches because for too many years we've seen guys come into Berea and say, I need my guy. Mm-hmm. Instead of working with the talent that's here, and Joe Woods is the opposite. He's like, I don't care who you give me. I'll work with it. Yep. And, and that's the best way for success. Right? Have the guys make it fit. Not, well, you got to do it this way. I hate that. That's such such pig-headed old school of, of just like, come on. You, you don't have your exact fit, so, so figure it out. But. Anyway, okay, so we got, let me think, any other injuries of note? We got Hunt there. Okay, I think we're, I think we're pretty good outside of that. Um, Matt, what's your, we'll get, to, we'll get to our prediction now. 
Okay. And tweet us at AndyMC81 at Matt Fleurjancic. Score prediction. If we were healthier in the secondary, I'd be a bit more confident. But I'm, uh, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm nervous of how this one could get out if the Browns can't keep up scoring wise and maybe Pittsburgh gets up early and you have to abandon the run to a certain degree. That's making me a bit, a bit nervous. What is your feeling on the game and official score prediction? I really want to pick the Browns. I really do because I want to end that damn streak in Pittsburgh. I I want to go into their house and treat them like they've treated us so many times when they've come here. And you know what? Damn it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick the Browns to win this game. I'm going to go with my heart and not my head. And I'm going to pick them to win. It's not going to be pretty. But I think they somehow get a 31-24 win in in Heinz Field, and they come back with a five-game winning streak. Oh, man. I don't know if I'd be able to do a victory Monday. My voice would be gone. That's – wow. (laughs) Right? You'd find a way, my friend. I would find a way. These are two precious opportunities to do victory Monday. You know it. Especially – it's that team, dude. Oh. So we're doing it. <laughs> oh man, I, you know I'd have the ginger ale, have some hot tea, something. I'd, I'd, I'd get, get through it. Wow, <laughs> I like it. Here's the thing with the Steelers too. They and from a fantasy football side of thing, folks too. Like Chase Claypool, Canadian. Hey, good on him. Hate that he went to the Steelers. Four touchdowns, set a record. Don't go. Uh, hopefully, you didn't spend your whole auction dollars or high waiver priority on your fantasy team on Chase Claypool because Matt, the Steelers. They're going to throw on you, but they can throw to Juju Smith-Schuster, to Claypool, to Deontay Johnson, who's a bit banged up at the back, to James Washington. You got the running backs, you know, sprinkling an odd tight end. So they got a lot of things to spread you out. Oh, boy, I am I am thrilled with your pick. Matt, you know what? I think the Browns hold their own. I think they're respectable. I think they're in it. But in the end, I think the Steelers take it 35 30 and and the, the streak continues. But the Browns hold their own. They look good. And, and just in the end, the banged up secondary is a bit too much. As always, I hope I'm wrong when it comes to a Browns loss. I hope. I want your way to come out so bad. Believe me. But th- those injuries all around just, just scare me against a team that you'd almost have to play a close to perfect game against anyway. But I, 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 Matt, I just hope the Browns come out guns blazing and give Pittsburgh their first real test of this season. Because they have not been tested yet. Let's be honest. No, they haven't. This is the perfect opportunity to go try and test them. Punch those bullies right in the mouth. Go get like how great would it be? The only first way to series, beat them. How great would it be, Matt? First series, Miles Garrett blitzes through and just rocks Ben Roethlisberger. Let's go. How perfect would that be? You'll hear him if if, if that happens. You'll, you'll hear it screaming. You'll be like, "What is that?" It's like, oh, it's Andy from Cross Lake, Ontario. There. <laughs> I'll be losing It'd be my a mind. hell of a statement. Off the bat? It would be a hell of a statement. Yep. That oh would be a big time that moment where the Steelers realize that this is not the same old Browns no. is, does not apply this year. This isn't the same, you know, guaranteed gimme win. No, no, no. And Steelers three and a half point favorites right now. Uh even with all the injuries, which I think is um so the, the bookmakers in Vegas are respecting the Browns on that side too. So, all right, folks, there you go. That's and our. Keep in mind you get three... Hey, no, keep in mind, you get three points for playing at home. Yeah. So really this is a pick 'em. It's about a pick 'em. 
with all those injuries. How wild is that? Hey, let's go. You know, a pick them. I'll take those chances. Let's do it. Send us your predictions on Twitter at AndyMC81, at Matt Fleurjancic, Instagram too, at AndyMC Sports, at Matt Flow Sports. And Matt, you got a whole bunch of content up already, but also more coming out on your Facebook page and Twitter, right? Yes, sir. I got an article about Bill Callahan and the work he's done with the offensive line. Uh, the Browns wanting to continue one streak while breaking another. Uh, and then I've got another Miles Garrett story. Um, I think I've written that one about four times this week, but hmm. we got quotes from Miles yesterday, and uh, I want to get that out there because that's that's a good story. Miles is all business, and he is ready to go. Awesome. I love it. So check that out. And for your fantasy football needs, got my articles up on sportsnet.ca, and you can find the links on Twitter as well. All right, Matt, let's hope we have another victory Monday. Beat those Steelers, and let's do it. The black and piss yellow Steelers. Gold, my foot. That's yellow. That's P-yellow. You're not drinking enough water. You're wearing those colors. That's the color of the Steelers right there. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing this show's ending because it just came off the rail. Right there you go. (laughs) Fired up. Go Browns. Matt Florjanza, Katie McNamara, this has been the Dog Host, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation. Dogs by nature.